Galaxy of Film presents. Then fucking go! Oh, what's up? Oh, what's up? It's it's Yates here, and I played Jason in Galaxy of Films' newest short film, Distinguished. I just wanted to take a sec to interrupt the podcast to let you know that as of July 15th, Distinguished is available right now on the Galaxy of Film website and YouTube channel. Check it out. Don't be a dick whippet. Come on. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest episode of the LFG Podcast. This is Brady Messina back at it again with another review for this week. And for this episode, we're going to be discussing the long-anticipated movie that came out earlier this year, 65, said no one ever. Um, (laughs) I don't want to get into uh, the spoilers or anything, but uh, yes, this is the uh, movie we're going to be talking about, uh, 65, starring Adam Driver, that came out earlier this year. And joining me on this episode is our music composer uh, for Galaxy of Film, the one and only Tyler. How's it going, Tyler? Yeah. How you doing? It's going pretty straight, man. I'm chilling. It's good. It's good. What have you been up to recently? Oh, man. What have I been up to? Well, as you know, man, we're working on a new film by me called No Vex. I am doing all the music for it. That is what we've been working on lately. That's right. That's right. It should be coming out pretty soon. Uh, maybe very soon. Hopefully this month. But yes, that is uh, another project that Galaxy Film is working on. Uh, so updates will be coming for that within the couple of weeks. But for right now, uh, like I said, we will be discussing uh, the, the 65 movie that came out starring Adam Driver. Um, I can't remember exactly when this came out. I want to say like the, the first quarter of the year. came out in March of this year. Uh, so I, I assume like people have been waiting for this review of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna say this. We, I, I've not been looking forward to watching this movie, and there is a cat on my screen right now. That's cool. Hey, what's up, Donut? Oh, it's the name's Donut. Yeah, he's really big. Go, going back on topic. Um, uh, yeah, this came out um earlier this spring. Uh, like I said, I've been not looking forward to watching this movie. I, I saw the trailers that came out. For this movie, and I wasn't really that impressed. I just thought it was n- another one of those like big budget, like blockbuster movies, full of like CGI and all that stuff. So I wasn't too amused by it. Um, Tyler, I, I want to hear your opinion about this. Uh, have you heard much about Sixty Five prior to its release, and were you excited to watch this movie beforehand? Yeah, man. Let me tell you, I knew nothing about it. At all. You know how I am when I go into movies. I like to go in knowing nothing but the name. And when I go into stuff I'm not really familiar with or I have no fucking clue what's happening, I tend to like get excited for it. So I guess you could say I was pretty excited for this movie. You know what? I kind of respect that, Tyler. You just go full straight on ahead. 
just like with no like background or anything like that. Like I appreciate that about you. Yeah, it's a different perspective on the movies sometimes, or sometimes you see it differently when you know for a fact that this actor is going to be in it or stuff like that. Yeah, especially with a guy like Adam Driver, who's slowly becoming one of my favorites to watch on screen. I would just say that that's the only thing that was like keeping me like afloat from watching this movie is his um mm. is his like performance or just him being in the movie in general. So that was like the one thing I was looking forward to. Uh, I all I knew about this was uh, he was starring in it, and it was written by the writers of A Quiet Place. So, so that's kind of like what's hyping up this movie, I guess, a little bit, or I guess that's what was like driving this movie, um, marketing wise. But let's not waste any time. Let's get right into this movie. Um, Spoiler alert, I am drinking while we are recording this because uh, I felt like the writers didn't care to write a good movie for uh, about this, and neither should I. So I am going to be drinking, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, while, All the best here. Yeah, say, exactly right. We'll see how this goes throughout the rest of the episode. So, I think this takes place 65 million years ago. I not really too sure no really, really yeah really yeah i wonder i wonder why they came up with uh 65 i wonder why that was the the name that they came up with god damn that's cool <laughs> um yeah so a movie starts on this uh planet called samaris where adam driver's character god i wish i knew for the love of me the name of his uh character mills. is it mills yep m-i-l-l-s okay mills um, good that you reminded me because I did not remember his name after watching it. So yeah, Adam Driver's character, he plays uh, like an astronaut type pilot and he's on the beach with his wife and his daughter and he's about to tell them that he's going on this uh, like multi-year space expedition just so he can earn enough money to like help cure his daughter from an illness that she has. Uh, we don't really know what kind of illness she has, but she has an illness. So we cut right away after that to like the space journey. And during it, the spaceship gets hit by a bunch of asteroids. And the spaceship uh, eventually lands on a planet which we come to know as Earth from millions and millions of years ago during the prehistoric era. And so Adam Driver's character... Uh, eventually, like, finds all of his passengers dead on this planet. Their bodies are scurried all over the planet, except for one lone survivor, um, which was a young girl named uh, Koa, I believe her name was. Um, and so he decides to take her, take her in and take care of her. But unfortunately, she speaks a different language than his. So uh, that's kind of like the basis of the movie is um, how they're going to be able to work together with these language barriers. And so right after like they two characters meet up, Adam Driver's character Mills finds out that there's an escape shuttle on a uh, top of a mountain. And so he tries to encourage Koa to go with him, which he kind of lies about her family being on the mountain. But we know as an audience that um, her parents died during the exp uh, during the crash. They, yeah, they, they gone. But she lies to him 
Oh, I'm sorry. He lies to her uh, about her family being alive and that they're on top of this mountain. And so that's why they go out in search of this uh, escape shuttle. And uh, for most of this movie, there we see them kind of like walking through the like, like the forested areas of this planet, interacting and uh, kind of like realizing that uh, this planet's home to various creatures and dinosaurs and like those type of things. And so they run into them, they get attacked by them and, you know, they start finding them off throughout this entire movie. Also, throughout the movie, too, um, we kind of see, like, little video messages of Adam Driver's uh, daughter kind of revealing kind of like like video diaries, pretty much, of what um, she's going through while he's away and all that type of stuff. So, after that, uh, or that kind of gets played throughout the entire movie. And then, eventually, um, during this journey, they are attacked by some, like, uh, like reptilian creatures and they um, end up, like, trapped down below in this cave, which ultimately, uh, like, some, like, rock eruption causes them to split from each other. And then they have to, like, fight off different creatures um, and escape the cave uh, and all that type of stuff. So that's in, like, during, like, the middle portion of the film. Eventually, however, uh, we find out that uh, there's like a big meteor or asteroid that's coming down to Earth, and these two characters don't really have that much time left uh, to find the escape shuttle. So they're trying to hurry up and try to get up to this mountain uh, to eventually like leave this planet. And once they actually reach the shuttle, Koa finds out that Item Driver has been lying to her, and uh, they get into this like personal like talk about like uh, his daughter uh how like she eventually died of her illness while he was away and that um he's pretty much going to do whatever he can to um save koa and like you know pretty much raise her in a sense now as her uh as his own so like i said they end up reaching uh the escape shuttle on this mountain but before they can take off, they're, uh, they start getting attacked by um, a couple dinosaurs, a couple T-Rexes, actually. Um, so um, they try to fight them off. I think there's like two or three dinosaurs that they fight off toward the end of the movie, which they ultimately do. And uh, the, the movie pretty much ends with them you know, escaping from the planet and heading off into space. Uh, that's pretty much the movie. Uh, sounds exciting, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, let's uh, get right into the uh, pros oh, and cons yeah. that we have in this movie. Yeah, Tyler? Yeah, so what a hell of a premise of a movie, man. 65 million years ago on another planet, and they could discover all that technology to discover if you could eat food, but they haven't figured out the whole paying for healthcare or like getting the surgery and skipping out to another planet thing yet. I agree with you. I, I do find that the premise was at least interesting. Like these two kind of like, like unknown visitors landed on this like new planet and they have to like figure out a way to escape it. So I, I, I do like that. The premise is at least interesting. Oh yeah. We'll start with you, Tyler. What was, what was some things that you did like about this movie? Oh, let me tell you, 
I went into this so blind, I was not expecting the dinosaurs, but my first thought on the CGI on those bitches were, oh my god, they, I think they knew that the dinosaur design was jaded by Jurassic Park, and so they're like, you know what, let's make them, like, a little more ungodly, and make their bodies move, like, wiggle even more ominously, because those things were scary as shit. Yeah, I actually was also impressed by the CGI for how good it was, um. I could definitely um, tell that's where most of the the budget went, but um, but yeah, for what it was, I thought I thought the uh, CGI was pretty decent. Um, it did seem like they were like realistic enough where you could tell like it 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 didn't look too fake. Was basically where I'm going with this. Um, so I definitely was impressed by that. I will also say that um, I was also I did like the acting in this movie. I thought the two main characters did. A good job with what the um the material given to them was, uh, especially Adam Driver. Um, uh, I feel like anything he's in, he's just gonna knock it out of the park. Um, whether that's like the newer Star Wars movies or Marriage Story or just more of his like recent film that's uh that he's been a part of, I just feel like he's always gonna be the highlight in all of those, whether it's good or bad. Um, also. Uh, after the movie, uh, I did not realize that the co-lead to Adam Driver was also in the Barbie movie as the uh, she was the daughter to the mom who kind of uh, wished up Barbie and all that stuff. So I thought that was you know, pretty interesting. Me. Yeah, looked it up. Uh, her filmography. She was so familiar. Oh my god, dude. I thought two she was too. But I, pin- I couldn't pinpoint where she- where I saw her from. But I <laughs> guess that's her. like with all the makeup and all that type of stuff. I also thought, um, I thought the music was at least decent at best. I mean, that's all what I have to say about it. I thought the music was at least all right. Predictable. Like, sometimes the music right when you came on, like, you ever notice that? Like, you try to guess what happens next, and then you were kind of somewhat pretty, right? I think the music did a pretty good job of leading into it. I don't know if that's, like, a spoiling thing or whatever, but I did find that pretty interesting. Yeah, I would say, like, it was decent at best, and then, like, maybe generic at times at worst. Um, yeah. That's that's just how I felt like uh, to me. Anything, anything other positive that you can give this movie, Tyler? Um... The language barrier, the way they tried to get the actors to go and communicate without that. For some reason, I was trying to find a hard reason to believe that she could understand what some of the words he was saying meant when she would repeat it back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it is funny. It was kind of like, my toddler does the exact same shit. She doesn't know a word that you try to teach her and you tell her it's like one or two words. She'll just repeat it back to you but won't know anything and they just mock you. And that's pretty much what she did for the first half of the movie, yeah? Right, right. <laughs> but I, I, that's all the positives that I can give about this movie to me. Um, any, any last thing you want to say? Rip into it, man. I can't think of any, but I'm kind of excited to hear what you got to say to rip into it. I got to hop on the train, man. <laughs> yeah, if we have nothing else positive to say about this movie, um, I'm going to get right into the negatives because, um, I didn't think this movie was good at all. Um, <laughs> I don't think the story was that good. Um, I think the main problem to me about this movie was there was no urgency that was being felt as far as like the the circumstances that the two characters were in. It just felt like the characters had to go from one point to another and then they were walking and walking 
and walking and walking and there's just really and then bits of action in between but the action was like very minimal at points so whenever the action was on screen that was like it wasn't much of it and there it was this slow jog yeah it, it was kind of like a slow jog the for case yeah this was this was very slow paced action thriller type movie and like it, it there was i just felt like this these like two characters weren't in a rush to like get back to this escape shuttle until like 30 minutes left of the movie where we suddenly find out oh there's a meteor coming to earth and we have to get to the escape shuttle now yeah um there was just a lot of walking in this movie and not much happening to me um that was kind of like the main problem i faced with this you you know what it kind of reminded me of it kind of reminded me of uh the last of us game as far as like the plot and everything where these two characters are kind of just like on their own and they have to get from one destination to another but the thing about the last of us was there was at least a reason why or at least like a reason for people to care about these two characters in this like same type of environment because like we find out that um ellie had a cure for like the pandemic or whatever like that was happening on so she was like a rare cure that of this like infection that is spreading so there was at least a reason for why like they were trying to get to like this place as fast as they could but i just felt like this movie kept going on and on and on and also, like, the pacing was really weird, too, because, like, at the beginning, where they're, like, on the beach, and, like, Adam Driver's character reveals that, like, he has to, like, go to on this expedition or whatever, and then they just, like, immediately cut to, like, the spaceship. So there was, like, at times yeah. where, like, it felt, it was, like, rushed at points, but then it was also, like, very slow, where nothing progressing at all. That time cut messed me up, because, you know, it goes straight from the beach to the crash and what doesn't even tell you that whole time like they've probably been up there a while long enough for them to get all those messages that his daughter died while he was out there so to find that out halfway in the movie just made me realize like oh and we feel like that's kind of an emotional shoehorn to give him his purpose to help koa like oh yeah uh invents a reason for his daughter to die on earth so he feels like it's his moral mission to save this girl but from the seams of it wouldn't he have had to save her anyway it kind of looked like his job and it's a lone kid survivor situation like maybe it wasn't needed or at least there was like no reason to care about it like because well it didn't help that like she didn't speak english at all so like this movie about like them trying to work together while also, like, with the language barrier, like, it just it just didn't work for me just because yeah. of that, like, problem. And there, there's, like, minimal, like, conversations between them. And then, like, it's also weird, too, because, like, at some point she's speaking her language, which, God, I know what kind of language she was speaking. But, like, also she was, like, speaking English, too. But like you said, like, she didn't know what those words mean. But, like, she's still speaking English while also speaking, like, her native language, too. Like, it, 
it, it just it didn't no mesh sense. well for me. Yeah, it didn't make any it sense. Yeah, like I had a hard time to believe that she would know what those words meant off the bat. Um, for my language enthusiasts out there that love digging into what languages they move for movies and face stuff in that, that language is completely fictional and made up just for the movie. And the subtitles that I watched it on spelled it as M-I-S apostrophe K-A-T. Every time she'd speak her native language, it would say speaking Miss Cat or something. So... I don't know what the hell that is, but interesting <laughs> note right there. Yeah, and like, I, I, I also like to me like another point is like, I also didn't feel like they were like sixty five million years in the past. At times, it just felt like they were on like, like a different part of like present day Earth or like a future yeah. Earth. It didn't seem like prehistoric to me at times either so like i was taken was, out of like <laughs> the environment for the most part they had gadgets more advanced than what we could have in our hands today so it was like this futuristic vibe from back then so that was yeah that, that didn't make sense to me were they supposed to be like behind or yeah ahead? and they're speaking a per- perfect american english well yeah. one of them is yeah, that's weird because like this. I guess this movie is supposed to be like many years, million years ago, like in the past, and yet Adam Driver's character is like on this different planet where they somehow developed like this like technology like type weapons and all that like all this futuristic stuff. Like I didn't, yeah, I didn't seem to buy it to me. Now I, I will say that I would have liked this movie more if they kind of like. I would say kind of, like, if they use, like, their environments that they're given to, like, help fight off, like, the creatures and all that stuff, I think that would have helped the movie much better as far as, like, um, like stakes and, like, uh, feeling, like, pressure and all that type of stuff. I mean, like, the action scenes were predictable to me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The music made you see it coming from a mile away. Yeah, yeah like... It it was very very weird, and also the character the character bonding type stuff like like I said was so weak and like I I just find this funny that they I, they promoted this movie heavily being written by the uh, writers of A Quiet Place when A Quiet Place was like ninety percent of the movie was like no dialogue at all, which goes to show like how like. <laughs> How good the writing is in this movie. Yeah, did you see what kind of ratings it got? Like Rotten Tomatoes or critic reviews? Yeah, I'm sure it's not good. I haven't looked yet, but guys, if I do look after this podcast, I'm going to take a guess that it's like split down the middle at five, which wouldn't be the best, but I'm just going to like predict a five. Five, maybe a four, I would say. Like, I don't feel like a lot of people really like this movie. Um, at least, at least to me, like that's that's the vibe I'm kind of getting from this is that like they had an interesting premise going for it, but they didn't fully flesh out the story at all to me. Like this felt like a first rough draft to me of a movie. I can kind of feel that, and I'm the one to say when a movie takes an interesting concept and kind of doesn't deliver through <coughs> in time, Justin Timberlake, but. Yeah, I could see what you mean. It, it might have been missing something that they just didn't have the time or money to hack out. Yeah, it just it just seemed like they were just writing off the success of A Quiet Place. And 
it's just not going to work when, like I said, A Quiet Place is such a great... They, they do this movie where 90-95% of the movie has no dialogue at all, but the stakes are what like keep the movie alive and they it, it keeps it in- interesting. And this movie just... This this needed to go back to the drawing board. I felt like, hey, but it again, I just like I'm always hyper focusing on the weird details, um, and just pointing weird shit out that I find that no one probably cares about when I watch it. But I, what do you think of the note they ended on? With there was something profound about the very very ending where it shows the spot they launched from that got clapped by the meteor and then the time lapse into the present day where there's like a fucking city over there oh the like the credits when they have when they show the credits right before the credits and it's like that time lapse from the destroyed meteor area 65 million years into the present day and it's like farmland and a city in the very back that was at least interesting to look at at least just kind of see like yeah where it was beforehand and into like present day so that was it that was something like that was like okay, that's kind of cool, but like <laughs> talking about it sounds cheesy. But now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it was it, it was cool to look at, like I said, but it was just like one last good thing about like a shit Sunday. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like the cherry yeah. on top of a like a shit Sunday to me, especially with how they leave you at the end, the escape. They go to a point. That's it. Yeah, and they don't even they don't even show us where they're going. They're just like they just ride off into space, and then we're just supposed to assume they like got off scot free or they're all good now. This girl's family's dead, dude. What does she have to go back to? Exactly. Like it's not like Adam. I don't think Adam Driver's character said like, "Hey, you want to just go home with me or come to my planet and." They're just off into space now, and we just assume that, like, <laughs> they're all, like, happy now, back, or whatever. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. I'm gonna talk to you, young kid of a different tongue. But, right, like, she she barely even speaks his language, so. One out of ten, or one through ten, man, how much you want a sequel for this? A zero. <laughs> a zero, like. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really care either. <laughs> like what is there? What else is there to tell? Like, like I, I just don't get it. But uh, I will say that the editing was the editing was just messy because at like times that um they like cut from like conversations where like they just like abruptly end like like that uh beach scene in, into like space, and then there's like mm-hmm. another scene in the movie that does this exact same thing. So it's like they, they, there's like too many, or there's like some moments where like they just abrupt to like a new scene and all that stuff. So we don't get up a lot of time at points to like sink into this environment, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything else interesting though. I'm going to have to leave that there before I sound stupid. <laughs> that That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, if there's nothing else, then we can get right into our scores for this movie. Uh, I'll start with you, Tyler. What do you rate 65, the movie? And a B-O-O, down the middle of the road, as middle as it gets. Nabu, because I enjoyed the visual parts, and 
when my attention span allowed me to forget about the plot. I enjoyed myself, but it didn't really go far beyond that. It's no Freddy get fingered to me, so that justifies my Naboo rating. That's fair. Um, that's fair criticism. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to give this a, a, a Hoth a 2 out of 5. <laughs> this was a mostly boring action thriller, which is like the worst kind of action movie to like see. Not enough of either. <laughs> like, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> there was just like, the acting really like saved this from being a uh, Jakku, really. Because like Adam Driver and the little girl or the young girl, like were giving it, uh, like they were trying their best, but yeah, this was just like a not fully fleshed out movie with decent CGI, but just a lot of walking and walking and walking and and then some action in between. Um, some walking, some crying, some action, some walking, just some walking. Yeah, and the fact that like this had potential to be at least decent, but this didn't work out i even i was like i was flipping back and forth on the time just to see how long just how long left this movie was and it was like 50 minutes at one point i'm like oh my god are you serious are you serious this felt this was an hour and a half that felt like two and a half hours (laughs) yeah not good um i wouldn't recommend it but if you like if you like Adam Driver and like you like prehistoric action movies, then I guess this is the movie for you. I'll recommend this to anybody who likes to stare at a TV and drool and giggle like hee <laughs> dinosaur. Dinosaur cool. <laughs> I would yeah, that's And no more. I would say yeah, that's that's the type of audience that would watch this movie, honestly. I mean, the last thing I'll say is that Adam Driver got paid barely. <laughs> I think, I think, I think from what I looked up, this like barely made its budget. Oh dang! I think it was like a forty-five million dollar budget, and they made back sixty. So mm-hmm. like, it, you're gonna ask him about it two years in the future, like, hey, remember when you did that movie? What was it, sixty-five? Huh? Huh? Yeah, what you talking I, about? Even, like, I'm forgetting what this movie was about halfway through this recording. So, what are we talking about? <laughs> let's just... I, I want to go back to... Uh, I just want to watch the Barbie movie again <laughs> based on based on the actress that was in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, Tyler, I know that you're not on a social media... Um, you don't have much of a social media presence um, compared to, like, other people on Galaxy Film. But, like, is there anything you want to promote or is there... Like a platform where people can follow you at least. Anything Galaxy Film, you'll be you'll see me on. But as far as for what, mm, y'all listeners get ready for no vex when we drop it. We're still in production right now and doing cool things with it, and you're gonna love it. It's gonna be worth the wait. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'm also going to be uh, working on that project as well. So, like I said, be sure to um, look for updates regarding that project. Um, should be coming very soon. Um, people can follow me personally on my Instagram at BLion2K23. 
And you can also follow me on the formerly known Twitter, uh, now known as X, at BrandonM226. You can follow me on both of those platforms. Be sure to follow Galaxy of Film on Facebook, uh, X, Instagram, TikTok, pretty much any platform that you can find or that is available, Galaxy of Film will probably be on that. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, for our latest videos that have been uploaded, you can look at our past live streams that we've done, including um, our Barbie Oppenheimer live streams. We also did a like kind of a filmography perspective of Johnny Depp not too long ago. You can look at all of our recordings there. Um, you can also look at Dakari's video essay on the silent uh, film era, which he did a really good job on. Be sure to check that one out. I hope everybody had a great time with this episode as much as me and Tyler did. Uh, I want to thank Tyler for coming on to this episode to review this film. And like I said, I hope everyone had a good time with this. I know I did. Yes, be sure to be on the lookout for different projects that Galaxy Film is working on. And I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Peace out. Cheers.